0: And uh, we're excited about uh, our new student pastor and his family, John, April, and uh, Noah. We're so glad that, that they're here. They're part of us. Great things already happened on Wednesday night. We're excited about the ministry that's happening. And uh, I needed what I heard in the first service this morning. I needed what I heard. And uh, I'm so glad... That I get to introduce to you, uh, they, they've been official, I guess, about about a month now. I, I'm so glad I get it introduced to you now to bring to us the word, uh, our student pastor, John. Would you give him a hand and tell him how much we're glad he's here? Amen. Awesome. Two thank yous. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I would not be able to stand here, and probably wouldn't even be alive. Uh, period. Uh, I had an individual in the uh, first service that I graduated with, and he could testify that I shouldn't even be alive. Uh, And then I have my parents also here uh, with me. Uh, So Jesus Christ, I mean, everything that he did on the cross, and as filthy and as just nasty as I am, uh, he paid it all. Even though I did not love him, he first loved me. Uh, so my first thank you is absolutely Jesus Christ and everything that he did uh, for me. My second thank you obviously goes uh, to my wife, April. I tried to make her stand up in the first service, but she wouldn't do that. So April, will you at least raise your hand right there? Raise your hand back row. You have to turn and see her. Um, uh, the Bible says that uh, a man who finds uh, a wife finds favor from the Lord. And uh, I have truly been blessed with a godly wife uh, who edifies me. Um, And and, and builds me up uh, and and helps me uh, do uh, what I do and what God's uh, put into my heart. So uh, those are my thank yous. Um, This morning, I I said it, but I mean, it's still the same. I feel like a kid on some major candy right now or an athlete ready for game day. I could run through a wall right now. Uh, I'm so extremely pumped up. and, And that's the way we both, April and I, feel uh, with the student ministry, uh, here at 2911, uh, on one hand, we are truly taken back and humbled by, uh, the privilege and the honor, um, and the task at hand to do it, and then the next thing, man, we are truly, truly excited, uh, ready to charge the heel, uh, do what God's called us to do, um, there was, uh, last week, uh, in the first service, a lady in whom I really don't even know, uh, and I probably, if even she walked up to me, I probably wouldn't even be able to say that that's her, um, but we were praying up here, and uh, at the end of the service, Pastor Rick had us praying, and, and she was praying uh, and said, and told me after the service that she had a vision. I said, hold up now, dude, what? You had a vision? I said, all right, Isaiah, um... But she said she had a vision. And she said that she saw uh, the student ministry at 2911, literally tons of students blazing a trail through this generation and this community for the name of Jesus Christ. So we are, we are truly honored uh, to be here and, and truly honored uh, and excited about what God has planned for the student ministry of 2911. Uh, my heart and, and what has been occurring over the last uh, probably a year to two years within me and what God has instilled inside of me and pouring inside of me, um, is that he wanted me to know who I am in him uh, and, 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 and who he has made me and who he has called me. And I love that saying that uh, an, an individual wrote a book not too long ago. But you need, we need to stop taking a good look at ourselves and we need to start taking a God look at ourselves. And uh, that is what God has been instilling inside of me is that it it doesn't matter what you think or what you see. It matters what I see and what God sees. And and, and, and in that, he implanted that into me. And then in in return, uh, he has asked me to uh, build up his people and tell them what he thinks about them and who they are to him. And not what people say they are and not what people think they are but who God thinks you are and who God has made you. It fits so long with uh, church 2911, the, Je- the scripture from Jeremiah 2911, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, the plans for future, hope, prosperity, and a future and not to harm you. Uh, and so uh, th- there's also a scripture that uh, 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 Paul uh, records that he says, I long to see the brethren, f- that Christ be fully developed in them. That's my heart. That's where we are, and that's my neighbor's heart. Is that we could see that we could see all that Jesus Christ is, and all that Jesus Christ has done for us, be fully developed in us, and anybody who comes within the student ministry, and obviously within the service as well, is that Jesus Christ and all that He did would be fully developed, and let His kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven in you, just as it is in heaven. From John 10.10 10 says, the thief comes to kill and destroy, but Jesus has come to give life and life more abundantly, life to the fullest. That's what I long to see for the people of God, to rise up and to walk with their head held high, knowing who they are, knowing not who they were, but knowing who they are. Now, if you've got your Bibles, if you turn with me to Acts chapter 9. to fill you in, okay? The book of Acts, uh, Jesus Christ has ascended unto heaven and the Holy Spirit has descended upon the people and there has been a mass spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well over 5,000 have come to know Jesus Christ and in, in, in the church within Jerusalem, they stay there, they remain there and God spread his name in that city and in that place like wildfire. And then arose a man by the name of Stephen, uh, and Stephen began to rise up in Jerusalem and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ boldly with authority, as Pastor was saying. And a man uh, with authority from the high priests and the chiefs and the elders named Saul. Rose up to persecute the church within Jerusalem, to persecute and put down the first church. And his first victim is what we know as is, is, is Stephen, the first martyr of Jesus Christ. And he would literally be stoned to death in the streets of Jerusalem. And then after the stoning of the death, and that, 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 that Saul saw it approved, and he enjoyed it, and then a mass persecution of the Christians within Jerusalem spread. So much so that the Christians spread themselves and went from Judea to Samaria, which just tells me so much more that the Bible is so real. Jesus Christ said, I'm, I'm going to prepare a place for you, but what I want you to do is I want you to remain in Jerusalem. And then you will go from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And there we have it, the people of God in the book of Acts remained in Jerusalem, God's word spread, his Holy Spirit fell, and then all of a sudden persecution in the church came, and they spread like wildfire into Judea and Samaria. And what did they do? Roll over and die? No, they spread the gospel of Jesus Christ in Judea and Samaria. That's that's where we find ourselves in the book of Acts chapter nine. The first verse says, before we get into that, you must know that we've also continued along the way of the Flip This House series, um, however, obviously with not, without Pastor Rick here, you'll quickly realize that I am not Pastor Rick, um, and uh, so I am not as eloquent as he is, uh, I get really, uh, I try to put the headset on, matter of fact, and I was doing this right here, up there, and they were like, what are you doing up there, and I was like, man, this is not going to stay on. I get a little wired in this. And so what we're doing, we're continuing with the Flip the House series, the last portion of it. But this time we're going to flip this house student ministry style. Okay? Now that takes us to the book of Acts chapter 9. Where we find ourselves, but Saul, still breathing threats and murders against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest. But Saul still breathing murders and still breathing threats on the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ went to the high priest. I love that word still, as if, as if it was continuing, as if it never hesitated, as if it, as if it never altered. That There was still a massive persecution, still breathing down the throats of the Christians, still breathing threats, persecution, and even murder itself down those who were the disciples of Jesus Christ. Still continuing Saul. Saul, But Saul would not always remain Saul. He would eventually become Paul, and he would write to us in Ephesians. In Ephesians, he would write to us, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. See, these Christians were not fighting against flesh and blood, Saul. They were fighting against an evil force behind him, an evil motive behind him, a thief, Lucifer, Satan, and all of hell. They were fighting against hell itself coming against the church, breathing threats and murders. We do not fight a fight against flesh and blood. It's not your boss. It's not your spouse. It's not your kids. It's not the individual who, who, who cut you off and you wanted to tell them they were number one. It's the spiritual realm. It is the darkness force that is behind them that they are falling victim to. Notice I said they're falling victim to. There are people in this world that will openly admit I am an instrument for the enemy. But the people around you, closest to you, your family members, many times they fall victim to the enemy's schemes and the enemy's ways. So we do not fight against flesh and blood, but of darkness and principalities. What is motivating them? The schemes of the, and the tactics of the enemy. And it is the enemy, it is Satan and all of hell still breathing threats. Still breathing murders in the people of God's life. Still doing it. Some of you have been Christians for a month. Some of you have been Christians for a year. Some of you have been Christians for 10 years. And if you really take a look at yourself, a God look, although you may be enduring and persecuting on the enduring and overcoming on the outer side, you find yourself inward and hell is coming against you. And it's the real deal, and it's coming through multiple people aspects, our boss, our, our family members, uh, our, our spouse, and our kids. And maybe it's maybe it's the alcohol, maybe it's the prescription drugs, maybe it's the addiction to drugs, maybe it's depression, maybe it's oppression, maybe it's the, the thoughts of homosexuality, maybe it is whatever it is that the enemy is still breathing on your life, and he is still breathing threats, and he is continuing, and it's, it seems like it's never altering, never waving, and it's continuing to persecute you and breathe down you it's still continuing john 10 10 says this says that the thief comes to steal kill and destroy if you don't hear another thing i've got to say it's not about batman and joker it's not about light and darkness you've got an enemy that absolutely hates your guts He hates everything about you. I love this scripture, I read it last night, the thief only. He's only got one motive. He's only got one issue, and that's with the people of God, who are the disciples of God, and his only reason for existing is to make sure that he can steal every good thing from you, kill what you don't have and kill what you do have, and really breathe down threats and persecutions down your throat. Steal, kill, and destroy. If you don't hear another thing I've got to say, you've got somebody that absolutely hates every bit of you. He's not hating on somebody that's that spent all night last night with a bottle and spent all night last night with some drug, and they're not going to wake up till two o'clock tonight. He's already got them. Who does he hate? The Bible says that, the, that 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 Saul still breathing threats and murders and persecutions on the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here, another thing I've got to say that the thief, he's entitled thief, not Satan, Satan Lucifer, darkness, thief. Only comes, only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It is the real deal. This is, not, this is not comic books. This is not some game of life we're playing. This is not some ah, light and ooh, darkness. This is not some red man with a long tail and a pitchfork. This is an enemy that absolutely hates every bit that you are. And he doesn't stop with the hatred he longs to steal everything that's been given to you. Kill everybody that you know and yourself. And destroy and wreak havoc in your life. It is the real deal. Take us back to Acts chapter 9, verse 1 and 2. We find again, but Saul, that is, we've already disposed of that rumor. It's not of flesh. It's not of flesh and blood, but it's of darkness, of principalities, in the heavenly realms. It is the enemy himself, hell. But hell, enemies, the thief, Satan, Lucifer, is still breathing threats and murders against the disciples of Jesus Christ or of the Lord. Still breathing. never-ending, ongoing, continually being tempted beyond our measures, continually being bombarded with our past and who we were and not who we are, continuing to breathe threats and murders upon the people of God. Disciples of the Lord and went to the high priest Verse 2 says, and asked him for letters to the synagogue at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, that he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. I like this. I don't, but I do. Right here we find the enemy, not Saul. We find the enemy, all of hell, approaching and asking a high priest for... Warrant papers. Warrant for your arrest. Search and seizure papers. I've got every right to bound you. That's the enemy. And notice this. Who does he get this permission from? The high priest. Who's our high priest? Somebody look to your neighbor saying say, Jesus is our high priest. You say, hold up, Joker. Easy. The enemy, Satan. Approaching the high priest and asking for warrant papers for your arrest, asking for papers to search and seize you, that if he may find you belonging to the way, professing the name of Jesus Christ and being a an disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he may bring you bound. You say, do what? Hang on, dude. Hang on, do that." You say, I don't know where you're getting this from. Let's check it out. Job. Chapter 1 verse 7 and 8 says the Lord said to Satan from where have you come Satan answered the Lord Satan answered the Lord said from going to and fro on the earth and from, from walking up and down. On it, Man, I tell you what, I'm for real. This, this is even out of the mouth of two or more. I'm telling you, I told you, if you don't get one thing that I've got to say is that the enemy absolutely hates you. If you don't believe that he's walking on this earth to and fro, going around, walking up and down on it, looking for someone that he can devour, looking for someone that he can only steal, kill, and destroy from, hello, wake up. This is not some comic book. This is not some Batman and Robin. This is the real deal. It's as if Satan said, where do you think I'm coming from, Jesus? Jesus, God, man, what do you think? You know where I've been. I've been coming to, to and fro, walking up and down and looking for someone I can just devour, bring down, especially those who call upon the name of the Lord. If you don't get another thing I say, you got to understand that people, the people, put it this way, the Christians, the people of God, we will start walking in a newness and in a new wine and in new fulfillment and in new power and a new authority if we will understand that this is not some comic book of light and darkness and not some superhero, but we will realize that there's a true enemy out there, and we, but we, we are more than conquerors, we are more than overcomers. It is Christ in us as the hope of glory. If once we realize that, we'll walk in a new day as the Christians on this earth. Job chapter one, verse seven said, the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Satan answered the Lord as if, duh. From going to and fro on this earth and from walking up and down on it. The Lord Lord Jesus Christ or the Lord God Almighty said, you know what, Satan? Have you considered my servant, Job? That there is none like him on the earth and blameless and upright man who feared God and turns away from evil. Are you kidding me? I wanna look at this. I wanna think, oh my God. Are you serious? Did you just tell the thief, the Satan, the enemy to consider somebody? Somebody look to a neighbor and say, God knows what he's doing. Now, you got to say it like you believe it now. Somebody's like, God God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. This guy doesn't know what what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. You know what I say? I read this, and I was like, boom. I was like, man, this is awesome. You know what? Second thing you need to know. If you don't hear another word, say you didn't hear the first thing I said, you gotta need to know this right here. God trusts you. God believes in you. You believe in him, you trust in him. God believes in you as a daughter of the most high God. God trusts in you as a son of the most high God. Hey Satan, you've been roaming to and fro. Hey, you you considered Nick. You considered Joseph? You considered Rick? You considered Dava? You considered April? You considered Tony yet? Huh? I trust them. They trust me. They believe in me. I believe in them. Have you considered them? Holy smokes. You say, man, that's Old Testament stuff. All right. Check it out. Luke twenty-two verse thirty-one. Now it's okay. Let's go. Simon, Simon, behold Satan and demanded to have you, and that he might sift you like wheat. Are you for real? Good grief! I love this. I love this scenario. They're all lounging at the table, and they're they're they're, they're breaking bread and they're drinking a wine. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, "You know, I'm, I'm going to go. It's better that I not hang with you anymore. That I go and prepare a place in my Father's house, so that you may come and rest in my house, a house that will not wither." I'm going to leave you and depart from you. So they're all just chilling, okay? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and they're chilling after they just argued who's going to be greatest. He says, Jesus says, "It <clears throat> wasn't Simon, Simon, for behold, uh, the enemy, Satan, has demanded to sift you like wheat. Are you, are you for do what? We just broke some wine. We just broke some bread. What are we talking about? Say, Satan has demanded you to, that he may sift you like wheat, brother. Holy smokes. I love this right here. We know Simon, Peter, Peter that walked on water, you know, and fell and all that kind of stuff. But Peter the bold, the mighty, the rich. the uh, Burly Peter. It's not Peter here. Peter's name means rock. Rock, strong, oh, man's a man rock. No, it's Simon here. Simon, Simon. Simon, Simon. You're about to deny my name. You're about to deny me. And Satan has demanded that he sift you like wheat.
1: That he
0: sift you like wheat. That he wreaks havoc in your life. That he brings hell on earth into your life. That he brings everything down in your life that you believe in. That he wants your faith to be destroyed. That he wants your hope to be destroyed. He's going to bring your family members, your sons and your daughters, your bosses, your finances, your marriage. He's bringing everything against you. He's going to try to tease you into that drinking alcohol and taking tobacco and prescription drugs and homosexuality is the way and, and depression and oppression. He's bringing hell on earth and he's demanded that he's going to do this. He's going to sift you like wheat. woo son but next up but I have prayed that your faith does not fail I just get excited man that Jesus Christ says Simon Simon Satan has demanded not asked he didn't ask for me he demanded he demanded to sift you like wheat, bring hell on earth into your life but guess what Simon I'm praying for you that your faith does not fail I don't care what hell you're going through I don't care how many family members dying, literally dying and going to hell in your family. I don't care how many prodigal sons and daughters you got. I don't care how much oppression that boss has given you. I don't care how bad your finances are and if your marriage is just running off the deep end. I don't care how bad you are into alcohol, cigarettes, tobacco, drugs, cocaine, marijuana. I don't care how bad you are into thinking that you're gonna be a homosexual. I don't care how bad you think you are are you're gonna take prescription drugs. I don't care what's going on in your life. God Almighty is praying for you that your faith doesn't. Not fail he said Simon Simon Satan's demanded to sift you like wheat brother bring hell and havoc in your life and you know what the one thing he's long to do is, is bring you down where you don't have a hope anymore where you don't have a faith anymore where you don't believe in me anymore just like he said Job. have you considered them I trust them they trust me I think they can walk through it. I believe they can make it. I believe they can walk on the other side of it. I believe what my word says that they are more than conquerors. I believe what my word says that it's Christ in them, it's the hope of glory for this world, that's dying and going to hell. I believe in them. Have you considered them? Go ahead and sift them like weak, but guess what? Your high priest is sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding, praying earnestly that your faith does not fail. That your faith does not fail. Verse 2, I'll read it again. And he asked the high priest, asked him for the letters, the the warrant for your arrest, the search and seizures to the synagogue of Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way, how many of you know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life? Any people belonging to the way, anybody professing Jesus Christ, anybody that's following as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Anybody belonging to the way. Men and women, I don't care. Men and women, boys and girls. I'll wreak havoc and destruction in anybody's life that calls upon the name of the Lord. I want those warrant papers. I want those privileges. I want that. I'm bringing them bound. Men and women that he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. He might bring them bound to Jerusalem. You say, man, you get really excited about something I don't understand. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. He's okay. I thought we were flipping the church. Yeah, we're going to flip it. we going to flip it. Hang on. You better put your seatbelt on. How are we going to flip this church? When I read this, it just, boom. I went off in the house. I mean, not go off. You know, I just got really excited. And April's looking at me like, what's going on? And Noah's like, that kind of stuff. And I'm just random and just like I do here. I just did this right here. And it's at home, you know. And somebody's walking by. And they're like, is he going off on her? Let me call the nine one one. There's a, something going on here. Now I'm just i throwing down the word of God. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, this is what God said to me. He said, right here, we got we got the enemy, not not Saul. We got the enemy. We got Satan. We got all hell itself coming against. He get, is getting. Went to the high priest and got letters from the synagogue for the synagogue of Damascus that he found anybody belonging to the way of Jesus Christ, men or women, boys or girls. I could care less that I might bring them bound to Jerusalem. God's granted papers. He said, I trust them. I believe in them. Have you considered them? Satan, you demand them to sift them like weak, bring hell and havoc in their life? Go ahead. But I'll go ahead and warn you. It didn't stop there. I'm praying that their faith does not fail. What's the enemy do? So many times. What's the enemy do? Bring us bound, all this junk bring the people of God into the house of God, into the presence of God, and we're completely bound. We come into the service, and like just grab hold of that seat right there. I can't lift my hands. I can't look to the left. I can't roll my eyes. I can't do anything because these people don't know what I've done last night. These people don't know what I'm fighting through. My wife is sitting at home when I'm here. I don't know what's going on. My sons and daughters, they're the best in the world. No, they're not. I mean, we come bound Locked in our suit. We come walking to the door. (laughs) I said, I said the first service. Our our dog got ran over. I just got diagnosed with cancer and I ran over a squirrel on the way here. I'm doing good. God bless you in America. We come with our faces, don't we? Well, everything's good here. Hey, nothing's wrong here. We're good. I'm good. Hey, God bless America. I'm good. Come worship time. presence of God gets strong. You look. I'm bound. Nothing more than Satan wants himself to bring the people of God into the house of God, into the presence of God, the very ones that God said, hey, have you tried them yet? Have you considered them yet? I believe in them. I trust in them. I'm praying that their faith not fail. There's nothing more than Satan himself loves to brew is bring the people of God into the house of God, into the presence of God, and present them to God Almighty as bound people. Can't worship. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I'm fighting. I'm not sure if God even has forgiven me yet. Man, i got news for you, man. God throws in things as far as the east and from the west. Man, he hurls them into the depths of the sea to remember them no more. The Scripture says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I mean, you want to think about God being righteous. You want to think about God being righteous. His righteousness is made up of us. That we are the righteousness of God in believing in Jesus Christ. Stop taking a good look at you. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I did. You don't know where I've gone. You don't know my family. I think it's falling apart here. I'm, I'm on this medication. I'm on that medication. And I'm, I'm dealing with the homosexuality. And I'm, 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 I am I'm think there's no purpose. There's no meaning for my life. It's just hell. There's I have no money anymore. My job's falling apart. My family's falling Everything I believe in is falling apart right here. And God, Satan himself brings it in here. And he brings you in here. And he presents you before God Almighty. And you can't worship him. You can't run to the altars for prayer when it comes time to prayer. Because you're stuck in your seat because you're bound because you know what these people can't know what I'm going through I got too good of children I got too good of families I got the greatest job and you just teasing yourself and Satan himself brought you in here completely bound and presenting you to God and they say, God isn't this the one you trusted isn't this the one you told me what's she doing now she can't even worship you hey isn't this guy this is the guy you gave me papers on right here he's on I like can sift him like wheat <laughs> looks like his faith is pretty down now He's not doing too much anything now. He sure can't even lift his head, lift his hands, clap his hands, or even come up for prayer because he's too concerned that he's got junk and garbage and nobody else has got junk and garbage. Bring you bound to the house of the Lord. Bring you bound. He's got papers on you, sifting like you, wreaking hell and havoc on your life and just bringing you bound. Just like that behind you. I can't do this. Pastor Rick says, everybody come up to the front. You're like... You're so bound. I can't worship him. He, he's not going to receive. He's not going to do. Man, get over yourself. I just said that. What on earth? Man, God, God's got too many good things in store for you to waller in pity and filth. Man, he's up there praying that your faith may not fail. He's up there with dreams and ambitions that you never given him out the, 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 the dreams and that you can't even fathom. You can't even fathom for those who love him. You quit right, man. Break up, man. Break loose, man. Get those hands up. Ask for prayer. Come forward to the altar. Man, this it doesn't matter. They, hey, guess what? These people don't have to live the life you live. You do. So if you need help, you come on to prayer. <clears throat> oh, we're going to end right here. I didn't even put this up there. I was reading it last night. And again, I was going nuts. In the house, and that was when April actually brought it my attention. She said, "You know, if somebody went, came by right now, they think you're just going off." And she's sitting there holding Noah, you know. And I'm just like, <laughs> like that. I, just, I mean, just like that, right? You know. I, oh yeah, my next door neighbor, Mrs. Devon, right there. So you, if you know that, that's going, going on. I'm just, I'm just throwing down. I'm just throwing down. I love, I love April. I love Noah. I really do. I just love God too. All right. I didn't get, I didn't get this. I didn't put this up on the screen. I just read this last night. I absolutely read this last night. God's going to rock some of your world right here. Absolutely. We brought bound, brought brown, bound this morning. Oh, Jesus is blood, only by the blood. I don't know if I believe that. Verse 3. Might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Verse 3 says, now as he went, that is Saul, that is the enemy. That is Satan. That is hell itself. As they went, as Satan went, as hell itself went on their way, and they approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around them. Holy smoke. You said, man, what you are, off your case. I'm good. I'm on it. I'm on it. And we know right here in the next couple of scriptures that a light shone around them with their warrant papers, they shown around the enemy with their warrant papers, with, their, with their, their, their right to arrest you, search and seizure, all hell's coming your way. I'm bringing the people of God bound to the city of God. I'm bringing the people of God bound to church. And a boom, a light shone up on the scene, and the enemy fell to their knees, and he blinded the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. Hello. Hello. Oh, some of you not getting that. Some of you are not getting that. The Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm telling you right here, right now, God has in store, has ordained this before beyond creation. July 15, 2012, boom! You're going to walk up into this church bound. You're going to walk up in this church having sifted you like we... You're going to walk in there. God said, have you checked them out? I believe them. Have you checked them out yet? And, and Satan's reading havoc on your life. And you came into this church and you wanted to worship and you need somebody to pray for you and he's just brought you bound as a people of God, into the house of God, into the presence of God, and presented you before God as some bound, beat up, destroyed, and on their last leg Christian. God said, nah, I'm, man, you're not walking out of here like that. God said, I'm showing up onto the scene July 15, 2012 at Church 2911, and I'm shining a light so bright that I'm bringing the enemy down to their knees and I'm blinding them because they're not having my people bound up anymore. And boom. Woo. Son. I, he said, man, he said, no 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 no. Jesus Christ, I, you can't hey there this Today ends it all right now. Jesus Christ, I said, I've been praying for these people that their faith might might not fail. And when they turn back to me again, they'll strengthen everybody they come in contact with. I love that story. Peter says, no, I don't know Jesus Christ. I don't know Jesus Christ. I don't know Jesus. And went, wept mournfully. And wept mournfully, bitterly, mournfully. When he turned back again, boom, he preached the very first sermon, Jesus Christ, and over 2,000 people got saved. Well, you're going through hell right now, wreaking havoc in your life. He's brought you bound right here right now. The Lord Jesus Christ, the name above all names, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the man who's sitting up at the right hand at the throne of God, the man who's not in a manger anymore, the man who's not in a tomb anymore, the man who's not walking down a white robe anymore, he's sitting up there with fire in his eyes, and he's sitting up there with hair of glory and a sash across his side. The King of kings and the Lord of lords says, I'm praying for you, and your faith is not going to fail. I'm praying for you, and your faith is not going to fail. I'm praying for you, and when you turn again, you will strengthen everybody you come in contact with. Oh, we're going to flip this house this morning. We're going to flip this house, man. Absolutely flip this house. Some of you you got things in your life that Satan's brought there, and you know they don't need to be there. He's sifting you like wheat there. Some of you got people. Some of you got people. Family members. Prodigal sons and daughters, spouses, bosses, co-workers, you got people in your life that are falling victim to the enemy. I got this last night, and again, I was just going off on April. God, God said, John, those people that got people against them, their Saul's can become Paul's. Saul did not remain Saul. Saul did not remain persecuting the church, killing the church, and fighting against God. Saul became Paul who built up the church of God. If you got any, I love this, I love this, sh- 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 uh, verse three right here. Now, as he, that is Saul, the enemy, went on their way and approached Damascus, and suddenly a light came around. I could just see the Christians of God, the people of God. Oh, man, there he is. He's still breathing threats. He's still breathing warrants on my life. He's about to come here and wreak havoc. He's got the papers in his hand. He's on. He is approaching Damascus. All of them are hiding now. Holy smokes, what are we going to do? Jesus, Jesus, help us. You know this man. You know what he's busy. You know what his business is like. You know what he's doing right here. I tell you, when the people of God begin on their knees and the people around them are wreaking havoc in their life and falling victim to the enemy and they're becoming Saul's in their life and the people of God call upon the name above all names, their Saul's will become Paul's. You got somebody in your life that's just wreaking havoc, falling falling victim to the enemy, I tell you what, I'm serious. Saul did not remain Saul persecuting the church of God. He built up the church of God by the name of Paul. Half the New Test, over half the New Testament's written by the guy. Whew, son. So what way you going to do now? I don't know. We're going to flip this house. Prayer team, if you guys want to come on up. Come on up right here. We're going to do something bold this morning. Prayer team, worship team, let's go ahead and get this shindig on the road. Everybody else, if you go ahead and stand for me, just remain where you are. Remain where you are, right now. Just go ahead and remain where you are. Prayer team members, right up here. Worship team, okay. Now, are we gonna flip this church because God Almighty is ready to come onto the scene and shine a light so bright that He's ready to bring your enemy down to their knees. He's ready to bring your enemy into a blinded state. He's ready to shake that enemy off of you, and that your faith may arise. But this morning, you didn't come in like that. You didn't come in like that. You came in bound. You came in clenching the seat. You came in saying, let me put on a good face because these people can't know what I'm walking through. These people can't know what I'm struggling with. These people can't know it or it'll ruin me. It'll ruin my reputation. It'll ruin my family. You got to get over yourself and grab hold of God and God will make what old things are old and he'll bring in the new. You got to get over that. And there are some of you that need just to break that right now. And there are people up here that are ready to pray and you just say, I can't step out there. I can't step out there and ask for prayer. Are you kidding me? Everybody will know what you the Bible says, if you're ashamed of me, I will be ashamed of you in front of my Father in heaven. Some of you need some serious prayer. I know you do. Half of you raise your hand that you needed something for God to do in your life. I know you do. You've already ratted yourself out. Mm-mm. Be bold today. God gave permission because he trusted you and believed you to walk through this that he would sift you like wheat. But Jesus Christ the entire time when you didn't believe he walked before you and never failed you nor forsake you when, he, when you believed he didn't, he, he, he didn't let any weapon form against you prosper, and every time he accused you in judgment be condemned for this is the vertication and inheritance from for us from our Lord. When you don't believe it anymore Jesus Christ has been praying for your faith to remain. And right here, right now today, July 15, 2012 he's bringing the enemy down to their knees and the people of God and the house of God are not going to be bound anymore you got to step out in boldness right here people are ready to pray for you and I, I just as I talk right here if you need prayer right now you need to come up and get some prayer you going through something you got some junk and you got some garbage I need some prayer the enemy needs to bow in my life right now come on forward don't be ashamed nothing ashamed about this the Bible says that if we draw near to God God will draw near to us I say it all the time on Wednesday night services that once we get real with God God will get real with us If that's you and you need prayer, just come on down here. Now, I want everybody else, as we normally do in Church 29 and 2911, come on down here. Come on down here and gather around. This is how we do. Everybody else.